All right. Good morning. Good morning. It's Vibrant Vernacular. I am Pashas. I'm Shawan. It's Azalee. <laughs> so, um, as we always do, ladies, let's start with an attitude of gratitude. So, what are we all thankful for? Oh. <laughs> Opportunities just keep coming. Like, you know how they say delay is not denial. I know a lot of people say that. Mm-hmm. But just because things don't happen when you want them to, when you think they should, just, um, I don't know. It's just a good feeling to still have opportunities. So I'm happy about that. Yes. I would Thanks. say I'm happy. Oh, sorry. My bad. Go ahead. Um, just happy for like life and health. Um, just over like the past couple of days, I've heard like some stories where like acquaintances have like, you know, passed away or um, people have been diagnosed with like crazy stuff. So just like thankful to be in my right mind for one, because people losing their mind too. Um, and healthy, like I'm chunky, but you know, for the most part, healthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um that chunky part really got to me as a like, you know. Girl, like, y'all just don't so know. Even wow. my tights are getting tight. Like, I got to do something. No, I had that conversation with myself uh, yesterday morning when I weighed myself. I was like, oh, this guy, this can't end this way. <laughs> yeah, speaking of weight, not to cut you off real quick, but y'all, okay. I, just, I bought a new scale and it like tells you everything. And yeah so like now I just hate myself but that's okay I don't know why you would do that self-torture but hey that's that's life so um what I'm grateful for is time off (laughs) yeah I'm grateful for PTO um especially unexpected PTO I mean like really um had three days off this week that were planned last year that I just picked as a has me to pick random days um whenever the calendar opens and I had taken three days at the beginning of the month and I was going to give back these last three days but I just couldn't put myself through it so I just took my time. <laughs> oh so I'm just thankful for PTO you know that's it yeah so of course me doing my research for our topics <laughs> I was on Instagram um a couple of days on Instagram and I saw how a school in Connecticut, I think it was like Enfield Middle School, um, they had an activity that they did with their eighth graders. And it was supposed to talk about consent. Um, And the topic was how it was pizza and sex and how pizza can equate to sex. And it was just. I don't know. It was all over the place. Um, (laughs) But it just got me thinking as far as how, I mean, when I read the assignment, it was saying how, you know, it was just kind of breaking down how pizza could be sex and how the toppings could be your likes and dislikes when it comes to sexual activity. And the goal was to talk about the importance of consent when it comes to sex. Um, I don't know how I felt about the assignment, especially because it was given to eighth graders. So, and my son is in seventh grade and he's only 12. So I can't imagine giving an eighth grader that type of assignment. 
So what do you guys think about that? I think I saw something about it on um, the news, actually, where it was like, it's like, yeah, each topping or whatever, like, equated to a sexual act or something. And I was like, what? Like, what, what is the narrative? What are we trying to get out of this? You know, I just think it went way too far in the wrong direction. Um, but I think these kids are exposed to all this stuff now, you know, at that age. So it's like, if you don't have that talk with them before they leave the house, God only knows what they're getting, you know, what information uh-huh. is being downloaded into their minds you know if, if we're not the ones to you know spearhead that conversation um I just thought it was like wow like how do you even come back from this but it's interesting to know how much they already know so I thought it was weird I think it's like way out of line there's so many other ways that they could have used an example for consent that um <laughs> would have been great um, I think what I think is over the top for me is just talking about like the toppings being like Shawan said, the toppings being like your preferences, like, you know, ooh, pepperoni is like I like oral mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. olives is like anal like, yo, chill. I don't really think, you know, it should well, be it should have been. On yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like suppose your pizza is full. Now you're looking like a freak ass kid in class mm-hmm. and you know, now people about to judge you and it's just, it's way, it just went like Shawan said, like way left, way too fast. So, and I think just for that age group, yes, it's a different generation. They're exposed to different things. Um, I'm kind of old school and I know I got to get out of that, but like, I still feel like there's still some kids that have a certain innocence to them. And if I, as a parent, haven't really exposed necessarily all of that to them, and they may know it, I don't think pizza, you know, may be how I want to do it, let alone in front of, like, the whole damn classroom. Uh So, I don't know. We probably would have opted out that day to participate. (laughs) I don't don't know. I'm, like, all over the place with my thoughts. Um, Yes, I feel, first and foremost, as a parent, I'm person that should be having these types of conversations with my kids but I don't feel comfortable talking about sex with my friends let alone feel comfortable about talking about sex and what I like and what I dislike with my class as a 13 year old Mm -hmm. and as an adult facilitating this conversation what are you getting out of this conversation because it it sounds real pedophilic to me like Mm -hmm. why are you having all of these kids express their sexual preferences to you like who makes you the authority on these types of conversations like what background do you have to even have this conversation with my child yeah yeah that's the hard part <laughs> yeah it's you like, know, so you I don't know. consent is more of a yes or no thing it's like why can't we just say that or you blink twice you know the code words or something but <laughs> I just think this is way out of line yeah and then like did the teacher do one yuck I don't want to know what you're doing I don't want to see your pizza yeah 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 <laughs> and suppose my consent <laughs> and suppose my <laughs> consent is like no I you know no my preference is I don't want to know what your pizza looks like I'm giving you consent right there but you like forcing me to eat your pizza, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, 
Ew. Yeah. 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 Forcing a kid to participate in something that makes them uncomfortable. Like, I understand that. I feel like we do have to kind of baby food or spoon the level of comfort in our kids to have those types of conversations. But I don't feel like those conversations should be had with a classroom. I feel Mm -hmm. like they should have those conversations with their partner, like who they choose to have sex with. That's who they should choose to have conversations about what they like and dislike. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to be exploring that together versus me letting John boy know that I like to give oral and now he's trying to holler at me for some reason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we're still in middle school. Like, yeah, yeah. And we're still in middle school. And it's like, is this encur- encouraging children to start, even if they were not, but is this sparking interest in it and starting them off earlier than what they need to be with exploring this option and also having these types of conversations. I mean, yeah, I say yes, a hundred percent. It's too much too soon. And it's also like, you know, sometimes if everybody's doing it and you're not, then Mm -hmm. that creates some, yeah. It's just like, let me go ahead, you know, because everybody's doing it. I got to have something to talk about. So we jump on the bandwagon, end up pregnant and with a lot of other consequences, trying to Mm -hmm. stay down, you know, be a part of something. So, yeah, it's definitely sending the wrong message. Mm. And that, you know, they had a like a they had a school board meeting where they had this conversation with the school board, you know, and supposedly the incorrect version of it went to the students. Who and even I, came up with the incorrect? Like <laughs> That's the point. And how was it that detail-oriented? And it was Exactly. In my notes that got carried away in my notes. And <laughs> it was the final, <laughs> like, how do you fix that? Like, yeah, somebody... That's like a whack apology, you know. I'm sorry yeah. it happen again, but it shouldn't happen in the first place. And you know, nobody double, triple checks things. They run it by another teacher on the team. Just uh, too much. I feel like it, it went out as an assignment on purpose. Like, it's no way that you can say that that was accidentally given. And if no student would have showed that assignment to their parents. <laughs> We've gotten more like that in the future. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Somebody getting fired today. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you police that? You know what I'm saying? Other than what the parents did, which was take it to the school board. But mm-hmm. like like you said, Shawan, where's the checks and balances? Like no one looked at that assignment and said, oh, I think this is inappropriate. <laughs> so you know what that proves they don't really have to teach according to these damn sols they can really make up shit that they want to when they're read like these standardized tests they can make up stuff when they want to or whenever they feel creative to get the kids to think according to however they want them to think one that's scary and deadly and two it's just i I, I don't know yeah that's such a good point and, you know, I've, I've been having the same conversation a lot lately where um, kids, and my kids particularly, have told me that school is, like, stifling their creativity, like, trying to get kids to conform and all be the same. And mm-hmm. with something like this, it's like, 
it's worse than brainwashing, you know, because it's like you're planting a seed that probably wasn't there before, or mm-hmm. even if it was, you just watering that shit and making it grow now, and nobody got time for that. Like we're just not ready for that, and it's difficult, you know. And now I I work in the school system two days out of the week, and it's so interesting how they have a new process. Like they don't even want the parents in there. Like they say it's a COVID restriction or whatever, but it's like drop the kid off at the door and go ahead about your business, you know, like at literally at the front door. So it's like, you know, the parents who wanted to eat lunch with the kids. I think you talked about one of y'all talked about this too. You can't do all that stuff anymore. So it's like us being able to monitor what's going on in the classroom. I feel like we're limited to that, you know, mm-hmm. with them not being virtual, we can't eavesdrop and listen. So it's a problem. Mm-hmm. yeah and I just feel like you know if you don't teach your child to speak up or tell you when something doesn't sound right or feel right or look right you would never know and yeah I do feel like they're kind of blocking our entrance into the school but like when my kids they're older so I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to eat lunch with them anyway because they're in like middle school and, and things of that nature that was only elementary school that they allowed us to eat lunch with oh, okay. our kids back in the day but um I don't know. I just think it's just kind of awkward and weird. Like, I cannot imagine even at this age, like, I sprinkle stuff in with my middle schooler and my other ones are grown, you know, adults, rather. Um, So I do sprinkle stuff in with my middle schooler, but to have a full-blown conversation about how he wants to be treated in the bed, I just just don't Mm. feel like I'm ready (laughs) for that type of conversation. Now, if he wants to have that conversation, I would have the conversation, but I just think that just like, would be your daddy. No, it would be awkward. <laughs> awkward. Awkward. <laughs> so, any food for thought on this topic, you guys, or anything else you want to add about the topic? Yeah, let's do the project ourselves, guys. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, if we could get our hands on the coffee, like <laughs> get more insight <laughs> on this situation. Yeah, I think we do need a little more. You know. A little more information, but <laughs> well, I sent point, you guys the topic. If you guys want to do it amongst yourselves, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I put that not, in my dating app profile. I will not Show be participating, and I don't want to know what your pizza looks like. It's <laughs> your personal pizza, as it says on the consent form. No, I, I want to share mine. I'm trying to lose weight. I want to share my pizza. We'll just toss some toppings back and forth and see what you know. <laughs> But yeah, my food for thought is stay woke, know what's going on in your child's education because some weird stuff out here. I would agree. I go through my son's book bag like he has no privacy and I think I'll always continue to do that because um, you just got to know, you know, like Shawan said, it's crazy stuff going on out here. They're influenced and have access to so many things you can't always keep up. So, like, where you can stay informed, like, do so. Agree. And have those conversations with your kids, even if it's going to be uncomfortable. Like I said, I know it would be uncomfortable, but if he wants to talk about it, we're going to freaking talk about it, you know, and I'm going to stomach it up and have that conversation with my child. But be involved, I, I would say, all the way around. So that way your kid is comfortable enough to come to you with those types of I guess situations, I don't know. Um, so that way you can be in the know when it comes to it. Yes. 
Until yeah. next time, where can you find us, Miss Ezley? Let's talk about sex on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, we are under Vibrant Vernacular. Um, you can listen to us on Anchor and Spotify. Tell yeah. us your pizza toppings. <laughs> to be continued in some form. This is going to continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank y'all. Bye. Bye.